Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Casting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show, presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And it's just Mark Blankenbaker. We're going to have Chase Shelton in here with, with us today, producing the effort by it's cold out there guys like, i don't know what to tell you like this morning was the was way colder than any of the other mornings i know that it probably says it's like a couple of degrees warmer i don't know but it just felt colder than it has been out there uh so yeah so you know that was that was my drive in and chase is going to be kind of on the mic with me today because uh diener went to florida as he told everybody and he decided uh well he didn't decide he discovered this morning that he didn't bring a charger so yeah. he's out so he so he's done so uh that but that's normal diener <laughs> like i mean this is normal and really when you go to florida you really ought to be on vacation anyway yeah so that's yeah. how i feel about it yeah i don't it he said his, his laptop was already dead and best buy doesn't open until 10 so i don't know what has happened to him like he he loses like just so everybody understands like you probably don't know this just from listens he loses everything <laughs> Like everything, like you know, like I'm constantly like, pa- like I'll pack up the show, and I'm like, nope, this is yours. You need this, and I'm like, who? You need somebody to take care of you, man. <laughs> like you really need somebody to take care of. It. But so anyway, so it'll be me and Chase today, and you know, it is cold out there, but I guess it's going to get a little bit warmer over the next couple of days. We might hit, we might hit freezing. We might hit 32. We might get in the 30s, but not not really until next monday do we get it kind of all the way out of this so it's uh it's cold yeah and i'm tired of the cold we still have any snow forecasted or it was it, supposed to be gone? thursday night yeah thursday night friday morning i don't know how much i don't I have no idea i mean it's probably not going to be that bad and i'll probably miss it or it'll be like eight inches yeah like it'll probably be like yeah. they'll, they'll say it's going to be like a half an inch to an inch of snow it'll either be zero or it'll be not eight to nine inches. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it'll be crazy. So anyway, so um, the big news yesterday in Louisville athletics, you got the Brady bomb. I guess about five forty-five, like close to the end of the show. So I don't know if any of the shows were on air when it was discovered that Tennessee uh, edge defensive end. Uh, Ole Miss transfer. He had committed to Ole Miss, been committed. Top 20 transfer in the market. You know, like if you're looking for overall players, Tyler Barron, uh, you know, flipped to Louisville. 
from Ole Miss, and he played the last four years at Tennessee, and he's going to play his final season. Now, it's notable because Tamarian McDonald and Wesley Walker – one of those guys, I think it's Walker, is his, is his uh, half brother. Yes, yeah. So it's who was the number one safety in the portal? So Walker's like the number one safety in the portal. Tyler Barron's a top twenty guy, he's an edge guy, and they're going to play together. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's it's a massive flip. And you know, this doesn't happen, Chase, if it's not for NIL, if it's not for the five hundred two circle. I mean, this is like this is what's evening the gap for Louisville football, specifically Louisville football, from, you know, trying to trying to climb up the ladder, which is what we've always done as a program. We've always tried to climb the ladder and this has given Louisville a, a, an advantage and our defense looks sick. It does look sick. And now now I see like when Brom came in, he said that this first year was probably going to be his least talented roster. And I was like, "Well, that's kind of, you know, when we started winning, I was like, "Well, that's that's a that's a hard bargain to keep, basically. Yeah. And now I'm seeing why he's utilizing NIL like to the highest level. Has to be. I mean, you know, I mean, sure, it helps a lot to get Wesley Walker in, right? Like to get a safety like that in, and 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 I think what happened, it's pl- plausible, plausibly thinking here, is that Tamarian and Wesley, you know, both committed. They both talked to Tyler, and they're like, "Look, man." NIL's pretty pretty good over here. I know I don't know what you're getting at Ole Miss, but this is what they did. And he's like, what? You got what? And and you're going to Louisville, and I can play in Power Five, and I can play for a team that was just in a, in a league championship, and and already has a pretty good defense, and it's kind of proven it on the field. Like like Louisville last year finished 21st total mm-hmm. defense, and I think they were like 35th in scoring. Uh, some of those are Jack Plummer pick sixes. Yeah, I was going to say. Kickoff over. returns, things like yeah. that. Scoring defense isn't always the defense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, total defense yardage typically matters, but, you know, it's all it's all big, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but no, now, like, and we've been talking, we're talking with Drew, like, you know, after the spring, maybe they can address the edge. Maybe maybe somebody kind of develops in that spot or something like that. Now they don't have to develop that spot. They've got Tyler yeah. Barron. And what's awesome about it is you've got a top 10 guy coming back in Ashton Gelati and Sacks. And so you can play Tyler Barron on one side and Ashton Gelati on the other. What do you think that's going to do for the rest of the defense? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be scary. With Quincy Riley coming back for the secondary. Right, like, and, we, and we had Quincy Riley in studio yesterday with yeah. Maven and Rummage, and he was like, I don't know that a lot of people realize because, you know, when, when teams aren't throwing a cornerback's way, like they like was what was happening with Quincy Riley for the most much of the year, fans can kind of forget about what's happening over there. But what what's happening to the to the offense is they they're like, well, that eliminates this side of the field. That eliminates this option. If they're going to be playing, I'm avoiding three. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not throwing that way. And then you've got two great pass rushers now. Yeah. Oh my God. Where are you gonna go? Where are you going? Yeah. You can't go deep. We got two safeties because we're gonna double on the, on the back end, and and then on their offensive line, they gotta choose who they're gonna double. And and you know when Gelati goes out of the game, I think what you do as a as a defensive coach, defensive line coach, if you're Mark Hagan, is like, oh, you always have one of those guys on the field. Mm-hmm. Barron's on the field, or Gelati's on the field, and sometimes they're on the field at the same time. But the the main thing is you've always got somebody 
yeah. ready to rock. And not to mention Mason Ryger, you know, Ramon Purrier had a really nice year last year. I mean, you've got a lot of guys on that defensive front that have played a ton of football if you really go down the list. And 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 we're not even talking about Thor Griffith or or Jermaine Lole who's coming back on that mm-hmm. defensive line. I mean, there are Des Tell. I mean, there's so many dudes that have played a lot of football in the ACC and and was a good defense last year. So, I I mean, 502 circle, NIL, if you're involved in that, well done. Well done. You know, congratulations. Obviously, it's never over. Like, you know, you always need more Chase Shultons. We need <laughs> Drew Deaners. Like, you wouldn't believe how many people texted and were, they were like, when you get Deaner on the on, on when you're on with Deaner tomorrow, you got to get him to to join the circle cuz the circle is impacting our team, our yeah. program. And like I I kind of always say like you may there's some people just don't have any extra in- income, like mm-hmm. or any extra funds. We're not those are not the type type people that. But like if you've got a few bucks to spend on a subscription for Peacock, <laughs> right? Like if you've got yeah. that for Prime or if you've got like I would much rather spend $10 a month going into the circle than buying peacock yeah. at 5.99 like i would much rather do that than than that yeah. but and so because if because it, it means a lot to me and i know it's going to go someplace and you know if it's 120 dollars, sure over the year but like is that is that really gonna well sure if you do that ten thousand times it makes a big difference so uh pretty big deal to get tyler barron and louisville is at the top of of a lot of transfer list you know overall like the like their number one top four you know top five yeah. and it was great because there was some consternation in oxford a couple weeks back about tyler Barron mm-hmm. and lane kiffin you know he did the money ball clip oh yeah with uh god what was that jonah guy? hill, jonah hill. Yeah. thank you god i always get him and seth rogan mixed up yeah they're and they're in a lot of movies together they so are just, so i always just do that together i always yeah. do that uh but jonah hill is the money ball where he got, gets the trade approved through the owner and he's allowed <laughs> to actually make the thing like the grabbing of the of the curds if you will yeah, yeah. and uh and uh and, and it was like check the location and then i was able to tweet at lane kiffin last night be like where's the location now <laughs> boss because you know i mean Jeff Brown's the portal king. Yeah. He's the portal king. Crown. Yeah. I don't know what to say. You know, like, like you want to, you want to say that Lane Kiffin is the, the poor, what do they call him? The portal, whatever. No, I'm, I don't, I don't pay attention much to Lane Kiffin, but I think what a portal prince portal. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know. But yeah, he's the portal joker now (laughs) because Jeff Brom is the portal king. I mean, you look at it. I mean, now you've got 25 transfers in that is a signing class yeah okay that is a normal high school historically number of high school kids that you've got coming in that are all they're all experienced players like you know like you think about it all three of the tennessee guys are top 11 tacklers yeah for tennessee last year and then you know, Jalil Skinner is a development guy at Miami. You know, he hasn't played a lot, but he's young. Uh, you know, Antonio Meeks, I mean, he's played two years and he's put up huge numbers. Uh, Gerante Davis has played a lot, you know, in the SEC. Uh, Rasheed Miller is in his final year from Georgia Southern. Dave McCullough's played two years at Oklahoma. Uh, you know, Ruben Unajay, I think is Unajay is how you say his name. He's a graduate 
from Houston in the Big 12. Penny Boone is a graduate from Toledo. Uh, Tayan Holloway is a young player from North Carolina, but he might be Louisville's best athlete next year at cornerback. And watch out for Tayon Holiday. Monroe Mills is an offensive tackle. He he blocked for Tyler Shuck. Isaiah Cummings a graduate. Uh, Blake Ruffin is not a graduate, but he's played a couple years in FCS and he was an FCS All American. Victor Cutler I think is a graduate. Colin Lacy uh, he may have two years left, but he's played a lot of football. Uh, Jordan Garrard uh, he's a, a Conference USA All American first teamer. Mm-hmm. You know, last year, graduate. You've got graduate, graduate, graduate. You know, like you've got a lot of four, three, four, five year guys that have played a lot of football, and this is what you've got incoming. Yeah. And it just kind of, and I didn't even go through the whole thing, Penny Boone, all these guys, but like it's incredible to see what's happened in the portal. And Louisville was in Charlotte last year with a pretty good team. And, and Brom said, this is going to be my least talented team. Buckle up. Yeah. Like, He's not messing around. I wasn't necessarily surprised when we were getting players from smaller schools, you know, like Toledo and the FCS and the graduates from there. But to get somebody from Tennessee and flip them from Ole Miss, to sure. me, that, that's a signal. I don't know. I, like that. Well, it's the second time. I mean, Walker was was pegged for Ole Miss, yeah. you know? Like, they were going to go play there together. And, 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 you know, the Penny Boone stuff, it's Florida State and Kentucky. I mean, you're not beating out chumps for these guys. Yeah. Colin Lacey, the number one receiver. Now you've got the number one receiver, the number one safety, a top 20 overall player at the edge position, and, uh, and Tyler Barron. Like, you're not – this is this defensive line is going to be great, yes. But this team – I mean, I don't know if, if it's not sold out for oh, yeah. whoever we're playing. Is it Austin P that we open up yeah. with on August yeah. 31st? Like, I'll be stunned because this team, the hype on this team is going to go through the roof, and it should be. Like, like this team is going to be worthy. I've watched Tyler Shuck play um, against Oregon. There was a week two this mm-hmm. year, Texas mm-hmm. Tech, Oregon, and Texas Tech didn't have what Oregon has. No. But Shuck kept them in it, and they lost by eight. They lost by eight points, and – you know he's he's out there running and he's throwing and you're just like this is the guy we got coming in here okay all right yeah yeah and everybody's like well he's always hurt and I'm like yeah well Lamar Jackson didn't finish his last two years either yeah he's just won the MVP so here we go yeah here we go and yeah. and that's what transfer quarterbacks are going to look like right like just think about the guys that were in New York mm-hmm. oh Jaden Daniels he's that skinny kid from Arizona State and oh Penix is always hurt. You know, he can't really do it. And then Bo Nix, well, what is he going to do? He was washed out at Auburn. What is he going to do at Oregon? How's that really? That's how transfer quarterbacks are going to look. And so I'm um, I'm really excited about Tyler Shuck. You know, I, I really am. I, I think our, our, our schedule got a little bit tougher when Cam Ward decided not to go to the NFL. That was a big one. Mm-hmm. You know, and you've got Riley Leonard at, at Notre Dame. and But you're going to have – you're going to have tests. You want them, really. When you you want good teams on your schedule, uh, so the, and and Louisville does, and most of them are on the road. You know, like most of Louisville's really tougher games are on the road, except for that Miami game that'll be here. So it's going to be an interesting year. And if in Jeff Brom, he's done not having options. Yeah, I and part of this, I know a big part of this speaks to the confidence of Jeff that he's able to completely turn over a roster, and he he believes in himself to be able to coach them up and to, to speed you know because that's a tough thing to do and still a culture and people for one year maybe two years if they're there 
if they don't transfer out after one one or two years. Right, and coach in a way that you probably didn't really want to. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I think we all know last year that Jeff Brom wanted to throw the football a lot more than he than he was able to. And you have Thrash. Thrash is a an un, he's an amazing talent. Like I I don't know where he'll get drafted. It won't be as high as he probably should be. You know, and and I think some of that might come down to the 40 time or whatever, but unfair probably, but like that's the NFL. I I think Jamari Thrash is amazing and I think Tyler Hudson is amazing. Tyler Hudson didn't play in the NFL last year. Mm-hmm. An amazing college wide receiver. And sometimes you need the right mix of guys like that. Kind of like, um, you know, the Sugar Bowl uh, team. I don't know if you remember that. But, like, yeah. you know, Louisville had Devontae Parker, yes. right, first round pick. But they had Damian Copeland, who sniffed the NFL for a minute. And yeah. Eli Rogers, who played a few years, never really a big impact in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think Eli's still playing in the XFL, actually. But, yeah, I think he is. I saw his tweet the other day, actually. But, like, good players, solid players. And mm-hmm. I think if you need, if you get a Thrash and a Hudson together, now you've got something. But when you have Thrash and Huggins Bruce, who kind of will he'll show up when he wants to or whatever, mm-hmm. and you don't have a great quarterback. I mean, Plummer was a good quarterback. I d- he gets a lot lot more heat than I think he probably should. Yeah. But I don't think he had a lot of options. He didn't have a tight end, really. I mean, they had to force things to Gatewood and later to Karuski, who who did develop, you know, as the season went on. Nate Karuski was better at, at the end than he was at the beginning. But they had to, they had to make that work. And they still won 10 games and went to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was thrashing a bunch of dudes yeah. at wide receiver. And, you know, there's some young players that might be coming up. And, and you know, that's, I don't know that they're done at wide receiver, but Colin Lacey and Ja'Cory Brooks are two high-level dudes that are going to give you options, not to mention at the running back spot, not to mention what they've done at tight end. And, you know, so, yeah, I'm excited this morning. Yeah. Because Jeff Brom, with this plan that they have with NIL – Okay, 502 circle, NIL, and Jeff Brom's like, okay, I can go after the best guys. Yeah, no uh, big deal. I don't need to go after – I don't need to look for, like, the second-tier guys. I can go after the first-tier guys. Yeah. And that's that's really kind of – and and you know what? You go find a guy that's in Georgia Southern. Absolutely. You go find a, uh, a kid from uh, Toledo or a kid from, uh, you know, uh, Eastern Illinois who you're familiar with because uh, he went to Trinity and he's done really well at the FCS level or, or a great receiver calling Lacey from South Alabama or a Conference USA first teamer. But you go get a guy from Miami and Ohio State and UK and Texas Tech and Carolina and you, you, you mix them together. Together, A and M, and then three dudes from Tennessee, yep. and you go find guys that are that are uh, that have played really well, that are looking for like their final ride somewhere, and then you go and get like these these group of five guys or even FCS guys that have been balling, and just see if they work. Yeah. I don't. I mean, it's great. You bring I, in twenty five. I think like what you said about the final ride. I think making the ACC championship last year proves to be like very very important in terms of getting those people in for their last ride because i think they believe with the 12 team play- playoff if we make the ACC championship game again it's almost like you know we should be in the 12 team playoff if we make it there again and if we win it especially but selling people on a final ride where you might get to play in a playoff is is a great sell right. plus the nil obviously. yeah and you know and and what you're what you're hitting on there is that when you expand the playoff to 12 and then you allow one-time transfer, and you have NIL, mm-hmm. there was this real big concern that 
the Alabamas would amass all the talent in Georgia and stuff like that because they have all the money. And the, that's that's still going to happen. Like, they're still going to get great talent. But when you're a really good player and you know that you can make NIL, the way to make the most NIL is to get on the field. Mm-hmm. And if you're behind a guy at that spot, you're going to – you're going to move to an Ole Miss or a Tennessee or a or Arkansas or wherever it is, and or if if it'll, if you're in Ohio State, you're going to go to Wisconsin or you're going to go to uh, West Virginia or Pittsburgh or or something like that. You're or Penn State, and you're going to pl- so that you can get on the field. Yeah. So it's spreading this talent a- around, and I think that's what you saw this year uh, with Washington and Michigan, and and so it's like it was a really competitive year. Yeah, it was a really competitive year. It was not just the SEC and a bunch. And that, and you know, conference realignment's kind of changing this into two conference deal. I don't know that you'll see that because you still have access to the to the playoff, mm-hmm. and these these guys can get paid and they can get on the field and they can make the playoff and and they can make money and and they can achieve all that they want to achieve. So I'm I'm excited for this coming year. Me I'm too. excited for the future. So um, and Texter says there should be no excuses next season. They need to beat Kentucky. And win the ACC. Totally agree on the Kentucky part. I think the ACC is going to be kind of rough, um, but yeah, I don't expect Clemson to be, you know, down like they were this year. And I, I don't know. I expect the ACC to be pretty, pretty tough next year. I'd it's going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, you got you got Miami, who's just brought in Cam Ward. Yeah, Florida State's going to be reloaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Clemson, as you mentioned, who played really well down the stretch, uh, and Cape Klubnik, who will be a third year player for the first time. Because uh, he's he's played through a lot of stuff. They've they've really they've gone through a lot of gear grinding with Cade Klubnick, and now he's a junior. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But I do I expect to be Kentucky. Yes. I expected to be yes. him last year. Absolutely. And then Devin Leary Leary decided that all of a sudden he was going to connect on these throws that he hadn't connected on all year. And and then we had the two play drive and uh, kickoff return for a touchdown. I mean, it was a, the way we lost that game is implausible, but it happened. Yeah. And and you know and our and our offense really kind of dried up on us in that fourth quarter. It, I feel like in the third quarter we were rolling before the fumble. But absolutely. So, uh, Texter says, Mark, I'm over here bricked up with our defense, and I think <laughs> <laughs> we will go ten and two. And in the tw- in the twelve team playoffs, yes, I think we're all bricked up. A little tri state yeah, men's yeah, health man. and Jeff Brom in the portal. <laughs> we're all bricked up. Uh, but no, um, ten and two. Perhaps I mean, and 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 then the twelve team playoff. So it's going to be interesting the twelve team playoff because you could not qualify for Charlotte and end up there mm-hmm. because it's twelve teams, or you could end up in Charlotte on the outside, like fifteenth, sixteenth, play your play way. your way in, win the game, be in, or or play well enough, you know, whatever, and get your way in. And and you could be, you could also be tenth. And and lose the game or eighth and a ninth, and then have a bid thief come in and you fall out because so the playoff is going to be wildly Drama. entertaining yeah. and dramatic, and uh, but yeah, I, I think the expectation, I think that's what Jeff Brom is gunning for. Yeah, try to <clears throat> try to sneak in in, the, in those last, you know, I, to the Texter's point, it is hard to temper expectations right now, like with the portal class that we have. So I'm like I, you know, I don't want to try to do that, but at the same time. As a Louisville fan, 
I've been heartbroken many times, not necessarily by football, but by multiple things. So, so to set the expectation <laughs> at getting the playoff or or you know the season's a bust, like I'm not going to do that. But look, we live with heartbreak. Yeah, That's what it is. Yeah. What Louisville football has always done, and why this is a lot of fun now, mm-hmm. is we've always dreamed about it. Yes. Like, what can we do? We've been aspirational, and we've not been afraid <clears throat> to kind of take on a challenge. And that's why you, you see an Orange Sugar Fiesta Bowl and a Heisman Trophy. That, I mean, that's why you have those things in your trophy case and why a team like Kentucky doesn't, because they don't think that way. I mean, they don't schedule that way. They don't think that way. And they're, they've beaten Louisville a bunch you know, recently. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a difference in mentality between the programs, and Louisville has been not afraid to fail. And they failed. Okay, they yes. failed. But they've also not failed. <laughs> yeah. They've dreamed big and they've gone after it and they've and they've hit it. And so this is Jeff Brom who's on the collision course and now he has more a- the, there's more access to the playoff than there ever has been. And if you mi- if you get the right mix and now we can pay players. Yeah. 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 <laughs> let's let's go after it. And I think you'll see this with basketball too. I and and that's something we'll t- Louisville's got Carolina tonight. Uh we'll want to talk about that. Uh I absolutely um and and what that means. Eric Crawford wrote a great column that I wanted to discuss with you Chase. We've got a lot uh that we're going to talk about today, but I had to start with the NIL and the in the college football uh landscape how it's helping Jeff Brom. And how having a a great NIL plan works. And our fans are responding. I, I understand that some of our fans, they're old school. You know, this is uh this is new to us. We've ne- we've never been allowed to pay the wire or now this is weird. I get it, but this is the world we live in. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This is this is the landscape. The, all of our competitors are doing this. We need the people who care about Louisville and can pay to, to you know, join at a level. Yeah. doesn't have to be a big level. They're, they're going to be big donors. They're going to be small donors. And, and it all adds up to being uh, an impact. And so uh, congratulations to everybody who's been involved, to all the organizers, Jeff Brom for following a plan, going after the big, the big guys, and, uh, and landing them. So uh, it's, it's really fun to watch. So uh, my mom had a great Christmas thanks to Goomer and company. My dad went over there and got her uh, custom-made jewelry, uh, nice little ring. It was actually incredible, and then Dad got a great value for it, and and he kept it a secret, Chase. I mean, I've been working with Jake Goomer over there for years. I didn't even know about it. Like, Mom opened it up. I was like, surprise. You got a Goomer box there. What's that about? You know, and and uh, it was a big surprise for Mom, and, uh, you know, it was really cool, but they do, they did for my dad what they do for anybody. You, you go in there, you tell them your budget. Jake says, okay, I can do this with that, and, you know, I can have this kind of tweaked, whatever you need. They have two master jewelers on site to, to custom create whatever you have in mind, but they also have great stuff already there in the case. Uh, so if you're looking for earrings, custom great bracelets, you know, necklaces, rings, you know, diamonds, sapphires, pearls, all this stuff. They got it over there at Goomer and Company. And, you know, it's the best. And they stand by their product. They've been in business since 1971. They're a Louisville family, Louisville jeweler. And they're just, it just works. Like, it just, it's, it's a lot more comfortable. You walk in, tell them what you need, what you're looking for, how much cash you, you're looking to spend. And then they work with you on that. And they try to get you the best bang for your buck over there at the Goomer Company. So tell them Blank and Baker sent you on the other side. We will talk a little bit about a basketball. Looks like there's a couple of texts we need to clean up on football as well. We'll continue to roll along here on the Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057 and 93.9 The Ville. Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is. 
with Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Broadcasting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Blankenbaker. Welcome back to The Diener Show here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. The DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, and it's bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet $5 on any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, I can't really lay 9.5 with the Ravens. I, I love the Ravens. I want the Ravens to win, but I think the Texans are hot, so... I don't know. It's going to be kind of tough, but you know, you can choose your side and you can decide whether you want to do Packers, Niners or whatever. Plus, everybody's also going to get a no sweat same game parlay for every single playoff game day. So Saturday and Sunday, and you know, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code WHBE. New customers can bet $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code WHBE. The crown is yours. So if you do have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You must be 18 or over and physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets will expire 168 hours after they're issued. Opt-in is required. And one no-sweat token is issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet is issued based on the amount of qualifying losing bet. Eligibility max reward limits and deposit restrictions do apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Once again, that's promo code whbe chase i don't know if you saw this buddy but louisville's uh 22 22 point underdogs tonight yeah i saw that 22 points that's a lot and it's uh you know if, if you look at it you know I, I i put the stats up there on um on the crunchzone.com which mm-hmm. you know i'll I'll put stuff up there quite yeah. a bit, you know, stuff like that. I try to try to be helpful, and and really, I just try to build things out that you know give you a look at what this is going to be. I mean, North Carolina is one of the best defensive teams in the country, which is unusual for yeah, them. A little bit unusual. Now, still, but one of the best rebounding teams in the country, which yeah. is not unusual for them. Correct. Yeah. But they are, um, yeah, they're fifth in defense, and you can see it even without uh, w- without going to Ken Palm. You can see it just in the stats. It's you know they are. Um, they're fifteenth in a an opponent effective field goal shooting, sixteenth in opponent shooting, uh, you know, eighteenth in three in three point percentage, thirteenth, thirty first in rebounding. They just really do a great job and Louisville's been playing great offense. They have been. But even despite all that, like you know where Louisville is on offense right now? I mean, they are despite having two really good games in a row on off or three really good games in a row offensively. Correct. Yeah. There's still 173rd in offense, so it's it's not really, you know, it's not really good. You know, we're, it's just better than yes. what we've seen, and you know, you have to give credit where credit's due. They've improved, 
but it's not still not competitive in the landscape of college basketball because they're 250 they're 235th in adjusted defense 173rd in adjusted offense they're 192 in ken palm i don't know where they are in the net i, I don't even bother looking yeah so. it, it's one of those things where you know you feel like you're starved of it for so long and then you get a taste and it's like man that tastes way better than it should because i'm yeah. really 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 hungry but yeah and the game's at nine o'clock tonight yeah. and i mean for a guy that wakes up at four fifty in the morning you know nine o'clock starts aren't great you know so <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll yeah. see how the first half goes yeah if the first half is going well i'll stay up if it's not going well i'll hit i'll i'll watch it in the morning and and kind of just save my save my thursday for yeah. me yeah yeah so we'll see what happens there. But you were ta- you're talking about that with Eric Crawford wrote an article, and it was a, it was over a discussion that they were having on Monday, and they're talking about what success looks like when they're heading into three games where they're given a possibility of t- uh, a win poss- probability of less than ten percent, which is where they are starting mm-hmm. today. Um, Rick said, "Don't get blown out," and I guess that's the best we could hope for is that they steal one of the three somehow. And 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 Eric Crawford said, I, "It's tough when you're defining success by anything other than winning games." Although he does think that they need to be competitive, and he's like, "What's the standard? Right? Is the standard to not get blown out? Is that what we're doing?" Uh, Kalen DeBoer yesterday was introduced at Alabama. At, at a basketball game you know the alabama missouri game and they gave him the microphone and you've seen this before when new coaches are hired they do this at a basketball game and and uh kalen DeBoer's like you know what alabama's the standard alabama what you all have been used to that's the standard it's not moving and he's telling everybody there that you don't need to adjust your standard for me i know what i've gotten into here this is Kalen DeBoer, who's coming from NAIA, Indiana offensive coordinator, you know, Fresno State, Washington. But he was just in the national championship. And that's what Alabama's used to. They're used to competing for and winning national championships. And Kalen DeBoer, in the first time that he meets... Is, I haven't. Oh, yeah. Play, play it for us real quick, just so everybody understands what we're talking about. I feel like I know where I should be. It's right over here, right? Point to the student section. I know where to find you. I know where to find you. Hey, it is so awesome to be here. It's uh, happened really fast. Uh, we got a lot of great news coming out, whether it's recruiting, our staff. Can't wait to ingrain myself in this community. What a special place. What a special place. The standard is Alabama. The standard is Alabama. Can't wait to be here. Let's keep supporting all of the athletic teams. Roll Tide. Right. So the message there is, yeah, I'm back. I'm, I'm coming in after Nick Saban. I know that Nick Saban is amazing. I know that this is Alabama. And I'm not going to ask you to change your expectations or your standard because I took this job. He's not asking, and, and, and will they probably take a little bit of a step back? Sure. I think most Alabama fans understand that there might be a little bit of a, of a learning curve here. But are they going to tolerate it? No. Does Kalen DeBoer think that they need to tolerate it? No. He understands that he took the Alabama job. And I think that there is 
in Kenny Payne's mind and a lot of the Kenny Payne supporters' minds specifically. Oh, you just got to give him time. You just got to do this. No. This is Louisville basketball. We're not going to sit around and have Rick Bozich, who advocated heavily for Kenny Payne multiple times over several coaching searches and years, have him be like, oh, don't get blown out. No, 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 no. This is Louisville. I shouldn't open up a, a, a sports betting app or pull up spreads ever and see Louisville plus 22 yeah. in men's basketball. No. Like, ever. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, out, you know, the standard is Louisville. The standard is our history. Our, our, our expectation is that, too. And our fans, they are way more al- understanding than Alabama football fans are going to be. They are. Yeah. They have been. They've been understanding. You, you, the, if the next coach comes in here and makes the NIT, our fans are going to be, like, outrageously happy yeah. in year one. But in year two, you better damn well be in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. And in year three, you better be in the Sweet 16 and competing. You know, we better see a number by our name because that's what it is. And it's and, and Caitlin DeBoer understands that. And when you talk about this this article, I think that's what that's what Eric's talking about. He's like, you can't shift the standard to fit your coach. You've hired the wrong coach yeah. if that's what you're doing. If you're sitting here and you're saying, oh, we we got to move. No, the, we can't expect Kenny to do this. Well then, you can't. Then he hired the wrong guy. And when I hear Kenny talk sometimes about like high school recruiting, it, it feels like he's also kind of given up hope on himself, on his ability to go get certain players. If that's happened, time to move on. Time to get for. And that's why this is ultimately going to come to an end. Not because, uh, not because we didn't want Kenny Payne to work. Not because he wasn't given every resource, but because he's just not capable of getting it done here yeah louisville is the standard and alabama's the standard for kaylin abor yeah and and it doesn't sound like he's gonna get all uh uptight about it if he doesn't make it work at alabama if he's not in the sec championship or in consideration for the playoff or winning the national championship in a in a regular interval that's the standard at alabama now and and he's letting everybody know that he's not scared to come in after Nick frickin' Saban and uphold that standard. So and and that that's really where you know if you want to be a top five program of all time, if you want to be a blue blood of college basketball, the only way to do that is to uphold the standard. That's it. I'll, I'll say like it is better and and so now like I, I'd rather not fire him mid season after seeing some improvement. But that doesn't necessarily have to change what I feel like mm. at the end of the season. So, like, I, I, I'm hoping that we have fun and, and we play better in all the rest of these games because, frankly, I just like to watch. Yes. But Agreed. when it comes to the end of the season and I make an end-of-the-season judgment, I do. I agree with you. It's, there's a standard there, and he's not meeting it. I don't want to necessarily crush him. I think he's. I think he is a competitor, and he gets uptight because, he. he you know, I don't think he likes losing. You know, no, Kenny, sure. He doesn't like to lose, but... It's it, it. If we are being very honest, completely honest, everybody's being honest. It's just not working. We yeah, can't sure. have a year three. No, I mean, cavemen like central heat and air. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But if they if they can't build it, then you got to deal with what you got, man. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. And Kenny Payne doesn't like losing, but he's 
he can't he's not he's not building a winner and and you know we talked earlier about um you know a couple you know oh what happens if he gets to like 11 or 12 wins it's not the Louisville standard it's just not it's not the Louisville standard you you've had a you've had so many PR gaffes that you could do you could have those PR gaffes if uh you were winning like 25 games you 20 25 games somewhere in there like you could you could work through them but the messaging is horrendous you don't you get a guy that doesn't exude confidence and and loses and and yeah okay you go four and 28 and maybe we're at six and ten right now six about to be six and 11 but if we get to 11 wins that's just five more wins and it's january yeah you know i mean rick patino would win five at the Big East tournament <laughs> you know like yeah. like and 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 you know so that so i really appreciated eric's article i you know i'm not gonna read the whole article on the air here but it, it did spark a discussion about hey man you know this is this is um this is the standard here and 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 you know it even though it seems like it might be really difficult you don't think that the 502 circle and what's happening with football couldn't happen with basketball oh, if yeah. you had a coach in here that people believed in yeah um, there'd be more money in the 502 circle way I more think, like if we if we had momentum right now there'd be even more people God, coming up yes i mean you get anybody we're talking about like tang gang scott drew rich richard patino all right or chris beer what whoever whoever your coach that you like you bring him in here bruce pearl whatever it is there's gonna be money there if people believe in that guy yeah and there was money and kenny didn't want to use it right I and mean, that was the thing i have in yeah i got it but i didn't he didn't want to anyway but so now now he's trying to use it but now we're realizing that it doesn't matter if he uses it or not we're just going to be slightly better because we have to have a coach i mean i watched college basketball last night it's like great game after great game and i didn't watch uh uh, k-state baylor because it was on espn plus but dude watching the highlights it's just another one of those great games shot making uh coming down to the wire uh you know great ball game with two great teams and somebody's got to go down Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's where we ought to be you know and we're not there yeah you know we're just not there uh and, and 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 it's reflected in television too like just go look at like where we are on TV, man. Like, like our remaining television, like tonight, Carolina, Louisville is on the ACC network. We're on ESPNU on Saturday. Then the ACC network, CW, ACC network, ACC network, ACC network, ACC network, ACC network, ACC network. I don't know what game where we're on on Notre Dame because I don't know if they've announced it. But ACC network, ACC network, Virginia Tech's no designation. The CW. We're not on. ESPN again until the ACC tournament, and that's probably ESPN two. Okay, so television is saying you're not worthy. You're not worthy of television, and you just played, I think eight, eight games in football on oh, national yeah. television. Yeah, on like you got rated eight times. Like it's one of the most highly rated seasons in louisville football history because you were in the top 15 and you were in the top 10 for a minute and you you won in the ac you were in the acc championship and you were in the holiday bowl which was on fox i mean you know when you're good television comes after you and when you're not carolina louisville 
ends up on the ACC freaking network, which is unheard of. Yeah. And it's not because Carolina is not good. They're in the top five. You don't think ESPN wants to show North Carolina? No, they do. They don't want to show a 22-point underdog that they're going to be playing the night. So you can't be a pariah. And then we'll talk about the Jeff Goodman thing being one of the, like that Kenny Payne is the worst hire in 24 years. We'll talk about that on the other side. But you can't be a pariah to television mm-hmm. and think that this is going in the right direction. And Corey Alexander and these people know that. You know, like, yes, great, Corey. You get to call another ACC game, ACC network game featuring Louisville. Great. There's a reason why we're on the freaking ACC network with Boston College and Wake Forest and these teams like that because we're not a premier team anymore because we don't have a premier coach. So you have to move forward. So even if Kenny Payne wins 11, 13 games, I'll just refer to the Eric Crawford article and say, no, the standard is the standard. The standard is Louisville and 11 games, four games. That's not the standard moving forward. Yeah. And, I, you know, again, I, I want to make sure we're being fair. It's like it's definitely not us saying that if he would have won, you know, 20 games this year that oh, he'd we would Yeah, like we we're being as I'm being as fair as possible, at least like. I'm I'm willing. I admit there's been improvement. I enjoy watching the games, the last three games, a lot more than I've enjoyed watching the games before that. But that, does that change the decision at the end of the year? No. Like I I just don't think it does. I, I don't think it does. I don't think it does either. Yeah. And it's um it's just kind of what it is. I if it was me, I would have changed after last year. I'd seen enough. Four and twenty eight was enough. Uh, it was as bad and as unorganized as I've ever seen. And I understand where Josh was, though, as any athletic director is. You pretty much, unless there's like rule violations or criminal wrongdoing or something like that, like mm-hmm. something really outrageous, you got to almost wheel back for year two. You just do, like as an AD. And so I hope our fans don't get angry with that. It would, if it was me, now the financial part of it, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know what's in the in the bank account yeah. you know so so you have to kind of weigh that but from just a uh do, before the dollars and cents stuff i would have done it but i understand why josh brought him back just mm-hmm. as a year two it's just what you do and then there's financial implications things like that you always have to weigh and then there's political impl- implications but i don't think that you can be held hostage politically to do the right thing and i do think that letting him go now is certainly the right thing but i do think you do it at the end of the year to save yourself two million dollars yeah, save yourself two million bucks because at this point, you know what's going to happen. Make them sit in it. It's 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 January seventeenth. Anybody that you come in and do this anyway, I mean, it's it's uh you know it's going to happen. So um, let's see, uh, Mark. But this is from the text line. Mark Louisville basketball is going back to being tape delayed broadcast games after after WDRB news back in the nineties. We're going to get Don Russell uh, back out of here to do some of these games, man. Ugh. Forget Corey Alexander. Uh, Don Russell's not going to cape for Kenny Payne, though, I can tell you that. No, 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 we're not losing Don Russell. No, there's a standard. Don Russell knows it. I'm telling you right now. So, guys, the, um, you know, I've lost um, since August 17 pounds on the Tri-State Men's Health uh, weight loss program. It's a semi-glutide product. Uh, James Strebel's already down eight pounds, and he's early into this, okay? Uh, I'm going for I'm going for 30. I'll just let everybody know. I'm going for 30. If I get to 30, that's great. But I don't care if it's two ounces a week. 
Okay, I'm going slow. I'm going on my own time. I want this to be something that I can do forever. You know, so uh, Tri-State Men's Health has a plan, and they can help you uh, with a similar plan if you need to do that. If that's your New Year's resolution, you can lose some weight. You know, sign up. Go to tristatemenshealth.com uh, and and get a consultation. You're going to sit down and talk to a doctor longer than you ever have in your life and over there it's the 950 breckenridge lane schedule console or you can walk in if you really want to right now so give them a call 1-800-900-9654 or visit them at tristatemenshealth.com like strebel and i have done on the other side continue to talk about hoops we'll back to football 